Hey friend, before we get to the episode, I have a free gift for you today. Do you want to start a podcast, but maybe you feel like it's probably too expensive, it's too confusing, and too time-consuming? Well, you need my podcast equipment guide. It's the five things I could not record my podcast without, and they all cost less than $100. I'll talk to you with direct links of what to buy about the physical podcast equipment, podcasting softwares, hosting, and more, all in this free guide. It's everything you need to feel ready to start a podcast today. So go get it at elizabethmccravey.com slash record. Now here's the episode. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth McCravey, a website designer and business coach for entrepreneurs and your host for the Breakthrough Brand Podcast the show that's all about pulling back the curtain on how to actually build a successful business. I don't skim the surface around here. If you want a deep dive into the nitty gritty details of what it takes to run a successful business and stand out in a crowd, you're in the right place. After creating a multiple six-figure-a-year website design business in my 20s, I'm ready to share everything I've learned and everything I'm still learning because I believe the keys to building a thriving business should never be a secret. Here you'll find episodes that are actionable, direct, and fun, like French chatting business over coffee and a fresh, honest take on the reality of being an entrepreneur. If you're ready to master online marketing, branding, website design, mindset, and business strategy, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to build your breakthrough brand. Let's do this. All right, friends, I have a bit of a soapbox for you today in this short episode. I feel really passionate about this. I've wanted to record an episode on this for about like six months at this point. And I feel passionate about it because I really love entrepreneurs. We are an amazing group, if I do say so myself. And I really love our community so much that I hate it when we're fed lies about different business models, when we're fed myths, when we're only told half the story, or when terms are used so wrong to make something sound flashier for a sales page, basically. And one thing this happens a lot with is the concept of passive income. It's flashy, it is buzzworthy as a term, but the way it's being sold to us the majority of the time is a lie. People are using the term incorrectly in order to sell stuff. So I talked about this super briefly with my book.designer students recently on a coaching call. And now I'm like, I, I like literally told them just a little bit of this concept. And I was like, I need to dive into this more. So I'm like, I'm going to dive into it now in depth here. It'll still be a short episode, but in depth here on the podcast. And I'm going to share with you guys what passive income actually means and what most people mean when they say something is passive. Like what is the word they're looking for? And how you can see through the BS on this stuff yourself as you're like navigating different teachers, different events, different masterminds and things you can join that are going to teach you how to run your business. So let's go. This is going to be a fun one. Okay, so let's start with the definition of passive income. So passive income is income that requires no effort to earn and to maintain. So no effort to earn, no effort to maintain. But we often hear things like digital courses, online shops, and other online-esque businesses being touted as passive income. Again, like I said already, typically by the person who's going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to make a course, and it's passive, right? Like we hear that sometimes. However, I will tell you right now, from my experience, and I can tell you too, like friends, if you ask anyone who runs these things successfully, who has an online shop, who has courses, masterminds, memberships, all those things... 
Things like courses and digital products are anything but passive. They actually require a ton of work up front to create. Um, but even after that, if you're doing it right, then selling it's going to look like frequent launches where you're putting in some work and some effort to get the sales and then where you're serving the people who buy. So that could be having like a customer support team. Uh, it could be a Facebook community for the members of your membership or your course students and that kind of thing. Maybe it's even coaching calls with you, which again, not passive to be jumping on a coaching call with students and teaching them. Um, and you're going to see those things even more, especially if it's a high-end course, which is where there's more money to be made, right? And so I'm not complaining about any of that because like I, I, what I just described is like my business, right? Like we have customer support. Uh, I have a Facebook community for my course students. I do coaching calls where I'm like, I'm on for like an hour and a half coaching and teaching and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying all that so that you'll hear that like, that's what it really tends to look like. And then the people selling you on the idea that like perhaps just the money comes in after you've made it and there's no effort after. Um, that's just not true. It's not a one and done thing, but yet people who want to sell you their course or their membership or their book or whatever on making money sometimes want to call it passive. And of course, not everyone is doing this. So this is not like me making a dig at any one particular thing. It's just like a trend I've noticed so much lately, especially that I've been like, what is up with this? And I, like, as someone who has like gotten into these different streams of income, I'm like, this is just does not make sense. So like, even recently, I just saw someone who's um, teaching an event with passive income, where all the income streams that they are saying they're teaching you on that are passive are this, they were calling template shops, passive membership sites, digital courses, and even product-based businesses passive. And those things are not passive at all. So what is the right term for that though, right? Um, you might be thinking, well, those are something. They are their own category. Um, the template shops, the memberships, the courses, all of that kind of stuff. What they are is scalable. It is scalable income. And what I think of as scalable income, like to define it just in my own words, is like stuff that can have that one-to-many model where you can make something once and then it can serve as many people as you are able to reach in your business. So like you can literally scale it um, to however many people you can get to buy. And with scalable income, you're not guaranteed any money. Um, so you can make something and no one buys it. And it's still the same amount of work. But at the same time, there's not a limit on your earning potential. So you're not limited by your time to do the work. Um, like that's not what limits your income. Instead, you have the capacity to scale it to however many people want to buy it. So it's basically like things that are built for big numbers, if you can get it to the big numbers, um, scalable, right? Um, that's what it means. And so that's what courses and membership sites are. So you, if, you, if you create a course and you sell it, um, it will be the same amount of effort to create it, whether you get five people to buy it, or you get 500, or you get 5,000 people. It's the same amount of effort. And then with maintaining it and serving your audience, some of those things will stay the same, whether it's five people or 5,000. Um, but then some of it will be more work, but not that much more work because it is scalable, right? Um, so it's like we, you know, we, we already have the systems in place. So even though it's more people, um, serving the, the more people doesn't change things too much. So to use my own template shop for an example, I spend the same amount of time creating the template, like designing it, picking the colors, all the strategy, everything 
I spend the same amount of time making it, whether one person buys or 200 people or 2000 people, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's that same amount of work creating it. But then the maintenance of it would change some because when there's more people, the customer support demands grow. And then when there's, um, you know, if you want to sell more, there's more marketing involved, right? Like I need to be able to like, do the work and manpower to promote it more to make more money from it. So I just want you to know the difference between these two things so you can be educated on the quote unquote passive income that isn't passive. And so you can actually know for yourself like that when you are like, hey, I want to make an online course business. I want to create a membership site. Um, Those are amazing things. They're so good. But it does not mean that you're going to get thousands of dollars rolling in a day while you lay on the beach with zero work on your part. Um, with my course and my template shop, if I quit doing work on any of them, if I was just like, I'm not going to promote them anymore, we're not going to offer customer support, um, I'm not, I'm going to turn off all the emails, all the ads, all the things that connect to them, they would dry up and I'd quit making money. Um, that's another way that they are not passive. And the idea behind passive income is that when you're not working on it, when you're not paying attention to it, it does not dry up. Um, it, it doesn't need your attention. So what is actually passive though? Because that does exist. Um, I'm not saying, um, in this episode, I want, I want to clarify that right now, actually. I'm not saying passive income does not exist. Um, it 100% exists. And I actually just like thought um, in preparing for this episode of a few passive incomes that I myself have or that I see as passive. And there are more than this, but these are some that apply directly to those of us who have online businesses. So some income streams that are passive. First one, um, this is really two in one that I'm going to talk about right now, but affiliate income and ad revenue. So those are not always passive. So to talk about affiliate marketing first. Affiliate marketing can be passive, it cannot be. So you might need to promote and share a lot in order to make money from affiliate marketing, especially when you get started with it. But you can get it to a point where it's passive. And so for me, I make in the business thousands a month consistently from affiliate marketing without much work and with some months sharing zero about those products that I'm an affiliate for. And then still thousands of dollars can come in from it. Um, And the income is coming from work I set up prior on things like blogging and um, SEO work and and sharing about in all kinds of places and things like that. And so then the money comes in over time. Ad revenue is another one that I, I don't do this one, but I believe it truly can be passive. So like if you're a blogger, and you know, you're creating blog content consistently, or maybe you have a blog that you don't actively use anymore, but still gets a lot of traffic from things like Pinterest and Google, you can set up ads on your sidebar using those companies like Mediavine that are going to like just generate ads to your blog. And you can make money from that passively when people click on the ads. Um, real simple. And that one really would feel quite passive, right? Um, so those are two ways right there. Another way would be real estate investing. And this is one that people do talk about as being passive. I think it certainly is not always passive, but can be. So like right now, my husband and I have a real estate business. If you didn't know that we have three properties and it is not passive for us right now, but we do want to get it to a place where it's more passive and possibly completely passive. And the way to make it completely passive would be to have property managers. So like you're not the person getting called when there's a repair and just more automation set up like automated rent checks coming out from tenants and things like that. And a property manager would be would be a huge one. And then I also think like another thing you could argue is passive is like those tiny offers that people run Facebook ads to small offers, tiny offers, there's all kinds of names for them. 
But the concept um, can be close to passive, especially if you have someone else managing the ads and it is just like a low cost product that you're consistently making money on. And because of the cost being a lot lower, um, there might not be as much support demands. You know, there's no coaching involved. There's no Facebook community or any of that kind of stuff that typically comes with courses that are really going to bring money into your business. Um, another one that would be passive is income from stocks, cryptocurrencies, other investments that you can buy and just sit on. Um, so like, you know, you buy into the stock, you're going to sit on that money for 20 years and it's passively making you money. Um, real simple. Um, if you're like day trading and stuff, that's not passive anymore, right? But like stocks and crypto and all that kind of stuff certainly can be passive. So those are some things that I thought of and I, I could totally be, I'm sure I'm forgetting plenty of passive income streams. Um, but those are some that I think like those of us listening might be considering and those are some things that truly are more passive. But scalable, the word we're really mostly after when we say passive, there's so much opportunity here. So like, you might earn nothing from it. Like you hear people all the time launching courses, they haven't built up the audience yet, they haven't really tested like, does anyone want this course? Does anyone want this membership site? And then no one buys it. But if you do make money from it, if the opposite happens, and people do buy, the opportunity is limitless. And it's not based on your time availability, like working one on one is. Um, masterminds can be scalable, um, memberships, courses, digital product shops, all of that, that is scalable stuff and all worth pursuing. It's worth pursuing the passive income. Um, again, I'm pursuing that. I told you I have a, have a real estate business where I'm wanting to eventually have property managers um, and making that truly passive. I also do passive from affiliate income, like I was saying. And then I also do these scalable sources like courses and a template shop. So all of it's worth pursuing, but it's helpful when you have the right frame of mind and the right terminology as you are pursuing it. So I share all this to say, like I already said, it's a soapbox for me. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I've ranted about it with a few friends. Um, I've told Adam my whole rant about it, but I've talked to my book.designer students about it. And I want you as a wonderful podcast listener to understand the difference. What is scalable? What is passive? They are two different things and pay attention to the messaging when you are being sold passive income as if it truly is no effort, no work, nothing to maintain, one and done, dollars flow in, all of a sudden you're a millionaire. Pay attention to that um, and, and be weary of it, right? But then also pursue like, what? who are people? What are ways you can learn how to make more scalable income in your business? So I hope you'll work towards a business that has scalable income tied into it and passive income too, especially passive income in your personal life through things like stocks and investments. And I hope this episode was insightful to you. If you have a friend who loves podcasts and you're like, man, they always say passive, but they mean scalable. Um, maybe share this quick episode with them so they can like get this information and let's, let's get the word out on this, right? Um, but I'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you have any additional follow-up questions or if this was insightful to you, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Elizabeth McCravey or like share this to your stories, whatever you want to do. But anyway, thought this was a fun one. Hope you enjoyed it and got something from it. And I'll be back next week with another episode of the Breakthrough Brand Podcast. All right, I'll talk to y'all then. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode all the way until the end. I appreciate you being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to check out my website template shop too. 
Over on ElizabethMcCravey.com, you'll find show it website templates that are easy to use, strategically designed, and created to help you book more clients and customers. Maybe your current website is really boring. Maybe it's a challenge to update. And maybe even it's that thing that you really feel like is just completely holding your business back. Your website needs to be strategically and intentionally designed in order for it to convert your viewers into raving customers. And that's exactly what my M-Shop templates do. So these are pre-made show it website templates where you can plug and play your content into it with ease and then get started with a website that's designed to actually help you make more money. These templates are designed to be SEO friendly on the back end, and they're not just pretty, but they are very strategic and with all the strategies I teach on this podcast. And best of all, they're easy for you to set up all by yourself. So shop them at elizabethmccravey.com slash shop and come join the MShop family of hundreds of happy customers. And as an added perk, you can use the code BBPodcast at checkout to get 10% off any template as a thank you for being a part of the podcast family. So that's BBPodcast for 10% off any template over at elizabethmccravey.com. And if you love this podcast, don't forget that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts so that you never miss an episode and leave a rating and review for the show wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend, share it on Instagram or Facebook. That's a great way to support the podcast and get the word out. All right, I'll be back next week with another new episode.